MatchTheLava, and we're listening to the Road to Freedom Pod. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter, at MatchTheLava, and today is Sunday, April 11th, 2021, and it is the beginning of a new week. We are, I think, in week 15 of 2021, so roughly a third of the way through. I mean, we're, we're approaching, I think, what, there's 52 weeks in a year, so we got about week 17 will be one third of the way through the year. And it's just flying by, it seems like. I mean, we've had so many changes, had so many weird things happen, had so many good things happen, so many bad things. It's been an up and down year, and that's kind of what it seems like at this point. But I've been personally enjoying it just because reselling's been good. It's been super profitable. I've been able to learn a lot this year, and it doesn't really seem like it's going to stop anytime soon. I mean, just so many people in the community are super helpful. So I'm going to probably be reaching out to some people that. I have seen really, really start to ratchet up their business and kind of see what's working for them because it is something where there are plenty of successful people out here. Some of them are big on Instagram and Twitter. Some of them are really small, but they're just running super successful operations. So that's what I want to do. I want to grow and and make more of a systems-minded business and work on my business a little bit more than working directly in it, which is kind of a big step I think for a lot of small businesses and, and some of the stuff that I've been reading and researching about the, the best way that some of these larger business owners have built their businesses is by starting by actually working on it and figuring out a way hey how could I make this run very very well without needing a whole lot of skill or time put into it which is is incredible right how could I ship this without needing to do a whole lot and do it very quickly? How could I get this item listed very, very quickly, efficiently, and have almost anybody be able to do it for me? These sorts of things are the things that I want to work on because they'll help me scale up. So that's what I'm working on. It's probably going to be a primary focus for this week. I do have some other stuff I need to touch on, so probably get a little bit of that worked on. And then as I touched on yesterday, the the Hyper Royal release that we have coming out on Saturday that's that's a major priority there there are some other releases i'm prioritizing as well but this hyper royal release i mean these things they're beautiful and i think they're gonna smash i mean they're already doing well on StockX and ebay and goat and wherever else people are selling them they're gonna do really well so i'm excited about that i'm gonna be paying attention to that a little bit as well working on trying to get a good setup for that talking to some people seeing what worked for them what didn't work for them it's there's a lot but i'm excited about it and it's gonna be a really really good week now for those of you who live on like the west coast or maybe you live in just uh, down south where it's like nice all year round this may not be as applicable to you uh, what i'm about to say it will be but you may not understand or may not have this issue but for those of you who live north what we have here is is snow and it screws everything up for garage sales it gets cold it gets windy rainy and then snowy and then you're in like this antarctica for like three to four months out of the year and there's no garage sales and for people down south and people that are in more coastal areas and stuff you don't have to deal with that as much so it's really nice because some of these areas have garage sales year-round so that is something that i want to touch on a little bit is what to do as we get more garage sales coming out and that will apply to everybody because garage selling is my favorite way to source it can be frustrating but it can be really rewarding and it's a lot of fun. I, I love going to garage sales, especially now. Like If I can get myself in a place where I'm going to a garage sale for the enjoyment of it and to make profit, that's that's a key there. Because before when I went, 
I was a I was hustling. I mean, I was running to from garage sale to garage sale, trying to maximize my time, which is a good thing to do. But sometimes these people that you go up to, they have stories, and sometimes when you listen to them, it's kind of interesting to listen to what they had going on or why they're getting rid of some stuff or why they came across this stuff why do you have all this vintage scuba diving gear oh you did scuba diving because you were in some sort of special forces or something like that you can talk to them for like like a long time about some of these cool things and sometimes that leads down the the road or even in that same day to them saying well you know what i may have some more of of this may have some more nintendo 64 games in the back let me go look and see if i have them in my garage and now I'm just thinking about it and remembering all of it. There are some that I remember I had and they're not out right now. Or, hey, you know, maybe I do have some more of this stuff in in the house. Let me go see if I can bring it out because I really don't use it anyways. And you seem like you would get better use out of it than me. And you can usually sometimes find some stuff that people, they were already going to get rid of and they forgot about. Or maybe they were on the fence about it and now they see you there and you've talked to them and they kind of found somebody that's into whatever they're getting rid of. So they'll do some sort of deal with you and you can get more out of it as well so that's what i like i like going to garage sales and and finding people one of my favorite things is whenever there's like a kid with a lemonade stand or something because those kids are out hustling on a saturday morning and whether they're actually doing that every saturday or not is i have no idea but it's still cool and those that kind of stuff just always like warms my heart that there's some kid out there that's like five to eight years old just hustling lemonade or cookies or whatever they baked or made and trying to get some money so i love that kind of stuff too it's a good time garage sales are one of my favorite ways to source garage sales though they're a bit interesting if you've never been to a garage sale before or maybe you just didn't really go that much but you've been to a couple and now you're trying to go make profit you may have a few anxieties about it because maybe you won't i mean it sounds silly but if you're going to a garage sale you're walking in you're on your phone in front of this person who is trying to sell stuff out of their house you may feel weird i, I did and it was something where I kind of had to get over that by just going to enough garage sales and realizing that nobody really cares if you're on your phone or not because it's just kind of the way things are nowadays where everybody's on their phone anyways. So even if you're on your phone, they're probably not thinking you're checking sold comps or completed sales on eBay. Like that's probably not the first thing on their mind unless they really know what reselling is and they're really in tune with stuff. They probably don't think that. I've had a few people say, hey, are you checking like you're checking that on eBay and I'll just like laugh and say, oh, you know, I just been looking for this and wanted to know. Or sometimes I'll say, yeah, I'm a reseller and I, I, um, I'm just looking to see if I can make some profit here. I'd love to take some stuff off your hands for you and get you some money and then I'll sit on it for a while and, until somebody comes to buy it. So sometimes I'll say that it really depends on the person, really depends on the sort of mood that they seem to be in, what the reasoning is behind their garage sale and stuff. But overall, it's, it's fine. Like You can go to a garage sale. You can pull out your phone. You can look all the sold comps up you want on eBay. You can spend an hour there if you want. Nobody's really going to care. They may talk to you, but you know that comes with being at a place where there's people. If you're the only person there with them, they may ask you some questions. Hey, how you doing? What are you, what are you looking for? Is there anything we can help you with? Or maybe they'll, you can ask them, what's, what's going on? Like, Did you just have some stuff sitting around or are you moving or why are you getting rid of this? And maybe they'll tell you, well, it doesn't work anymore. You can negotiate with them and sell it for parts. Or they may say, well, it just didn't need it anymore. I mean, the one, one time I got a Nikon camera that was like a $200 and probably not $200, like $150 camera, maybe $200 new, $150 used. And the lady that I was negotiating with, she was like, this is a $100 camera all day. And she was right, but you're not going to get that at a garage sale most of the time. And I was like, well, 
what's what's going on like why do you want to get rid of it is it did you get a new model or something and she said no my daughter needed it for a photography class she took in college and we got all the stuff for her she ended up not liking it that much she took the class and now we have it sitting around we just need rid of it and I'm like oh that means that I can make money on this and that you really don't want it and then you can talk to them and say well I don't really know if I can spend a hundred dollars would you be able to work on the price a little bit and they come down maybe say 80 and you could say well I was hoping to spend more like 30 to 40 I don't really go that high and then they their eyes kind of get wide they're like what and they go down to like 65 you can sometimes get them down to like 50 55 60 and now you just brought the price down like 40 bucks and so being able to go to a garage sale and talk to people negotiate with people that's all kind of the the nature of going to a garage sale and it's fun I mean that's what I like I like that when I go to a garage sale I can usually get the person to come down on the price because they usually want rid of the item anyways and when I go to Walmart or Target I can't say hey you guys have this pack of cards. Uh, would you take $10 for it rather than 15 They would say, shut up and get out of here, or we're probably going to call security. Like They're not going to negotiate with you on that. So it's just, it is, it's a different feel, but it's a lot of fun. And you can go, a lot of times they're on the, on Craigslist, on Facebook Marketplace, on Facebook itself. There's garage selling groups around you, which I actually need to join some because I used to use this app. It's called Garage Sale Treasure Map. I'll have to double check on it to see if it's working now or not. But supposedly Craigslist cut the API connection with the developer of this app. So they basically said, hey, we're not going to give you our uh, whatever connection they gave to like the API, I think, to Craigslist where they could pull all the garage sales that are on Craigslist into like a Google Maps setting. That's what this app did. It was awesome. It would take, it would basically be where you were. You would look and see where you were on a map and then all the garage sales would pop up around you. It was really cool. And they kind of said, we're not doing that anymore. I don't know why, because really one of the ways Craigslist stays relevant at this point, but I guess maybe they just felt like it wasn't a good way for them to do it. But now if you're going to look for garage sales, you either have to go on Craigslist and look at the garage sales and figure them out through that go on Facebook Marketplace or go on Facebook itself and join some garage selling groups, which I may do. I mean, Facebook's a useful, useful tool for garage sales. You can find a lot from there. People are weird. Like they have a group for everything. So if you want a garage selling group, there'll probably be one for your local area or your local city and you can go around and pick up some stuff from garage sales. So I'm going to do that. That'll be a great way for me to learn where more garage sales are. The thing with garage sales is that you want to, you want to look for you want to look for profit. I mean, like it sounds silly. So I was going to say you want to look for community sales. A lot of people will say that. I'm on the fence about that. I've found some of my best hauls from like a one-off garage sale. Now that, the numbers don't make sense there, right? You would think you'd want to go to a community sale where there's like 50 houses. You get there and you have 50 different options. You just go house to house to house and make money, which is true. I mean, I made a lot of money on community sales, but I've also found that like these random one-off moving sales moving sales are awesome i love moving sales moving sales are like i need rid of this stuff because i'm moving to georgia or florida or i'm moving somewhere across the country or like wherever they're moving they don't want this stuff anymore and they will give you ridiculous deals on that so i've done really well with moving sales estate sales you can make money on they're usually a little bit higher price than garage sales they may even hire somebody to come in and sell the stuff for them but an estate sale like an estate sale, you can make some good money there too. I had a, an Amazon haul there. So I went into a, an estate sale one time and they were getting rid of like everything. And this one lady, I asked her, do you have any like cameras? Do you have any video games? She's like, no, like I'm, I am like a single woman. Like my husband passed away a while ago. 
I have no use for any of that stuff. And I was like, oh, okay. And she was like very, very, like in a very affluent area, very, very large house. The hot tub she had in the back when I walked up into like, it was like bigger than most pools. <laughs> like it was massive. And I was like, wow, do you have any books? And she's like, books. I'm like, yeah, like textbooks. And she's like, oh, do I have books? And I walked downstairs with her and she was like a, a brain... Uh, I don't know if she was, she worked with neuroscience, so like a lot of stuff with the brain, and she had went to a ton of schooling and kept all the books. And I was like, what do you want for these? She's like, I don't care. And and so I negotiated with the people at the real estate sale. She had told me like a dollar a book, which was a, a complete steal. I mean, we're talking about like old textbooks that you can't find anymore, like just really, 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 really good stuff. And a lot of these textbooks I was looking up were like one to $200 books, and I think I picked up 80 textbooks. Now, not all of them ended up being that much. Some of them were $30, $40 books, but like 80 textbooks. She told me a dollar, and I went up and talked to the lady running the real estate or the the estate sale and just said, hey, what do you want for all these? And she's like, I don't know, like a dollar a book. I was like, would you do 50 cents a book? And she said, yes. And so I got these books for 40 bucks for the entire haul. Incredible profit. I mean, like I, I think the first book I sold was $100 and just pure profit, and I still have a bunch of them. So good good money to be made at some of this stuff and you can sell those on amazon you can sell them on ebay make really good money on them now the one thing i did say is that i let her give the first price and that's a big big tip right there so if you've ever heard of chris voss he was like a lead hostage negotiator for the fbi and he wrote a book that's very popular called uh never split the difference and it's basically about how they didn't have the option to split the difference in the fbi because you can't just split a human and say well you took this human hostage we'll take the left half you take the right half let's call it 50 50 you have to get the whole person back and you have to do it for a low amount of money because you're not just giving a million dollars away for every person a lot of these families can't afford that so it is something where you need to make sure you get the person back and he talks a little bit about how that applies to business he actually talks a lot and says that he you never really want to give the first price because when you give the first price you have set a a kind of a, the standard or the bottom line for where they're going to go and it's probably only going to go up from there if you have to you want to give a a very very low price like 50% i think he said using what's called the Ackerman method i think it's like or 65% 65% 85 95 and 100% is like the the scale that you want to go in do like four offers but he basically says go really low so that you give them that like anchor or that wow factor where you are so low that they're like oh i really need to drop my price if i'm ever going to make the sale it gets them thinking on a lower term of sale point so that it kind of like lowers their expectations a little bit which is good and so when they give the first price they kind of give you where they are and you can kind of work down from there because you never know where they'll be i've had plenty of times where i'm like you know, I pay $10 for this thing or 15 or 20 bucks. And they're like, I'm like, what do you want for it? And they're like, how about five? I'm like, well, that's definitely better than me saying, do you want $10 for this? Because I already have what I was going to pay. And then sometimes if I'm being really, really negotiative and negotiative, I don't know if that's a word, but trying to negotiate a lot, I'll say, Hey, we take two. And then they'll be like three. And and so like you end up, you end up saving a couple bucks. It's just more for the, the fun of it. I do like the negotiating part of it because it gets me like a little bit more fresh with it and just it's fun. It's like kind of banter back and forth. So you can, and the best way I would recommend is to give, let them give the first price because when you do that, they will oftentimes surprise you. And even if they don't, you can at least start to work them down from there. So that's what I like to do. 
you can give the first price if they're really not giving you anything. I've had that happen a couple times. I just try and go super low. And then if their eyes get wide and I'm like, well, I, what are you thinking? And then you can kind of get them to follow up with you and get something, get a price that they were actually thinking. So everybody always has a price in their head. It's just dependent on whether they want to tell you or not and if they feel comfortable telling you. So you kind of got to work that out of them. So that's what I do for garage sales. I mean, they're super profitable. I've talked about it before, but they're really, 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 really good for ROI. I mean, some of the things I've bought there, stereo receivers and things like a projector. And I got this projector at a garage sale, walked up and I bought a bunch of Legos and did insanely well on the Legos. I hate selling Legos because I have to count them all and just set them out. And like, I, I took photos of every Lego that was in the box. What I should have done is just said, hey, as is, here's all the parts. Like, I don't know what's in it. I don't know what's here. It would have probably sold for a lot less, but at the same time would have saved me like literally a day of work trying to set these all out and take photos of of all the, uh, I like photographed them by color. It was a mess, but I made a lot of money on them. I think I made like three or 400 bucks on them. So really good money. And I left and I was driving down the road and I was going to another set of garages and I thought they had a projector there and I, I, I had already searched the model number and I was like, it's selling for $250 or something. And I was like, they wanted an insane amount. They wanted like 124, but I'm like, even at $120, I can still make like 50 bucks on that. So let's see if we can go negotiate with them. So I pulled over, did a little bit more comp research and then flipped around and went back. And they're like, what are you doing here? (laughs) I was like, well, I, I forgot that projector was there. I wanted to look at that when I was here. And I went over and talked to the lady and similar to the camera thing, she was like, I got this to teach a class. It was, um, something at like a senior center or something like that. She was like, I, I taught this class and we ended up not needing it anymore and the class finished and now we have this projector and I just kind of want to get rid of it. I'm like, hmm, so like you're just looking to get rid of it. She's like, yeah. And I said, well, okay, you have a price at 120 bucks. Like that's kind of expensive for a garage sale. I, I've really never spent that much at a garage sale. Is there any way we could work on the price? And she said, yeah, I could. Like, what were you thinking? And I said, well, typically I try and spend around, I think I said like 30 to $40 at a garage sale if I'm going to try and spend money. Like, that's that's kind of where my cap is. And she kind of was like, oh, well, what would you think about, I think she said like 75 And I said, I think the best I could really do would be about like 55 or 60 And she was like, okay, I'll do 60 So brought her down literally by 50% from 120 on this thing and then took it home, got it cleaned up a little bit there was like some scratches and stuff so cleaned that off made sure it worked because they had already tested it there and showed me that it worked but made sure everything was still good listed it on ebay and i think in like two days sold it for 250 bucks so just really 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 good profit on some of the stuff you can get there so i mean these things are are fun you can make good money there and there's not really too many other places that you can go negotiate other than like a swap meet or an estate sale other than garage sales, you can go in, negotiate a price, and end up making a killing. I mean, the amount of times that I've walked in and thought there's nothing there, and then I, I walked over and spotted like a starter jacket, and I've done that a couple times and bought like a starter jacket for a, a dollar to like five bucks and sold it for one to two hundred dollars on eBay. Or the times that I went in and bought a stereo receiver or a projector, or walked in and found a baseball glove for $2 that was a Wilson A2000 and sold that for 150 bucks, 175 bucks. Like crazy, just crazy, crazy ROI on some of this stuff. And you may go there and they may not have a lot of old video games, but that's because there's like crazy video game people that will like show up way before the sale starts. And they're like asking around for video games. They usually piss off whoever's running the sale because they're like, we don't have video games. Please leave us alone. 
but you can make good money. It just really depends on what you're looking for. Books, and then if you're just getting started, like coffee mugs, stuffed animals, stuffed animals are killer at garage sales. You get them for like 10 cents to a dollar a piece, and depending on what they are, if they are some sort of gund, G-U-N-D, stuffed animals really good, and then obviously like old Disney stuff, even new Disney stuff. I walked into a garage sale one time, they were selling a bunch of old Disney Eeyore plushes, like massive, massive money on those. I think I bought the whole set of like three of those large like hefty bins like like the the big like tupperware bins like the massive ones that you move with i bought three of those for like five bucks full of yours and i have sold i've sold so many of those stupid things for like between 15 to like 30 bucks and so you're looking at a five dollar to like three hundred dollar profit it's just it's crazy some some of it sits for a while longer it's not as fast as a retail flip because usually retail stuff's higher in demand it's new but if you have five dollars sitting around you could turn it into a hundred to 200 bucks pretty quickly just by going to garage sales so that's what i'm thinking about today hopefully that can be something that helps you out as we get into garage selling season you can make some more money i can make some more money i'm going to be going to garage sales maybe i'll find a way to video it throw it on instagram and help you out a little bit if you haven't been to one before you can kind of see how i do it but it's fun i enjoy it a lot so definitely going to be getting out there and getting after it this summer so with that being said i'm going to go but you guys have a great rest of your sunday and i will talk to you tomorrow on monday with another podcast have a good one peace